Hi, you're watching On the Town, and I'm your host, Tanya. I know you wonder why are you know, they wearing these masks. Oh, my God. Well, we decided to do a girlfriend mental health check-in during the pandemic. So, ladies, we can unreal ourselves. Whew, it's something, <laughs> something nice to be able to breathe, right? Yes. How's everybody doing, first of all? Great. Good. So, we have we have Betty and we have Sasha and we have Terry. Thank you so much, ladies, for, for uh, joining us. We really appreciate you. Um, uh, how have you all been? So one by one, I guess I'm going to ask, uh, before the lockdown, right? Think the world seemed like regular. We were doing what we had to do, handling our business, being mothers and friends and sisters and teachers and lawyers and doctors, whatever we were doing. And then the pandemic struck. And then not only did it strike, strike uh, this virus, but then it was like, uh, you have to go in your house and you cannot come out. Literally going to the store was like, oh my God, I got to go to the store. So now that we've recovered, um, not recovered, actually we haven't recovered all fully because it's still the same, um, it's still the same thing. But we had, you know, George Floyd, we had Black Lives Matter. I mean, just a host of things just popping out of the air. Then you have fires, mm -hmm. which are still going on. Um, so, hey, hi, hey, hey, uh, uh, Laura, hi, how are you? So hi. I can see so that was just me being having my ADHD. Sorry, guys. Uh, so, so yeah, so we had all these things. So I said, you know what? Let me call some of my girlfriends. And I'm glad you guys were available. Um, some people wanted to come, but they weren't available. So we're going to do what we got to do. But mm -hmm. I thought it was good for us to check in, see how we're doing, and, and, and also to teach other people how to check in during a pandemic. Because some people forget and be like, I'm just going to stay inside and I'm never going to talk to anybody ever again. And it's like, no, you need to call your mom, your grandma, your friend, your neighbor. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we're here. And hopefully um, through us, other people can see and maybe make it a thing. Because it looks like uh, Corona is going to be around for a while. So, yeah. mm -hmm. so I guess, um, uh, any, uh, what's the first thing I want to ask? I guess one at a time, I guess. So uh, what did what did it look like for you? before the lockdown in terms of your happiness, in terms of your mental sanity, in terms of just being, you know, just being who you are. I was just living day to day, going to work every day, making sure my children were okay. Mm -hmm. You know, going to church, singing in the choir, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden everything came to a halt. Mm -hmm. And I was really, um, I got very, very scared, to be honest with you. We did. I got very, very scared. And my daughter was like, mom, calm down. And then she joined in my scaredness. And so we were both scared, you know? But um, I just think that I, I we've adjusted to the fact that life is just different now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And what about now? Uh, how are things now after the lockdown's uh, been lifted, but yet the virus is still there? Um, I think that we have adjusted, but we're still reluctant to do things that we used to do. Right. Yes, yeah, so we're very reluctant to do the things that we used to do because we're just afraid that we're going to get sick. Yes, absolutely. And and that's a that's a big part, especially of the asthma in the family. If you have any kind of health uh, conditions, it's your senior citizen. I mean, there's so many ifs and buts. Um, how how about you two, Betty and and uh, and Sasha? Well, you know, working in the healthcare uh, system has been very challenging for me. Uh, you know, when you're able to see people who experience, you know, this pandemic, not only medically, but also psych psychologically, uh, mm -hmm. it can be extremely overwhelming. Yeah. And, um, you know, every day, because this is part of my job, which yeah. is, uh, I'm a social worker, and uh, yes, so, you know, working on the various units, whether it's uh, the emergency room or the inpatient medicine unit, um, it's been very, very horrific, you know? So I, I mean, I, I, I guess I've become a symptomatic to it because right. when you work so closely and you mm -hmm. see things first, you know, firsthand, you see, losses and you see the grieving um from family members right. it you know after a while you just become numb to it mm -hmm. so for me that's been my experience wow thank you for sharing that and wow. uh, and Sasha. so uh, in case anybody doesn't know we're sitting here with basically three generations pretty much mm -hmm. uh um you know i'm i'm in the 50 generation uh 
uh, Sasha is probably in the 20, 20 something generation. Uh, and Betty is with me somewhere, right? Somewhere with me. Yeah. You're somewhere near me, somewhere near me. So, and, and T, you're in the- The 60s. The 60 generation. So we're sitting here with three generations. Right. Um, is why I also, I mean, I would love to have had a 10 year old in here and see what their take is on. Corona, I'm gonna beat that on the field. I'm gonna beat it up. <laughs> they had, I, I, I saw some kids playing in a field, um, which for me um, was amazing. Cause I don't know if you noticed this, but none of the kids were playing outside anymore before this Corona, like mm -hmm. at all. I mean, it, it was like, oh, you had all this yard and where, where are the kids? They're on their laptop playing a video game. I'm like, are you kidding? So one thing for me, is that that at least I actually saw like about 10 kids playing the other day at the school. And I was so happy that I had to go talk to them with my mask on. I was like, I don't care. I'm going to go talk to them because they were I so totally agree. <laughs> right? right? Right. I totally agree. I think yeah. even for my niece, who I think is just as addicted to the tablet and the gaming <laughs> as much as any other eight year old would be. Right. Uh, it's been really interesting to see how attached she's become to nature and how willing she is to want to go and spend time outside versus spending all the time inside. And I think a, some of that can be accredited to being forced to stay inside and having no choice mm -hmm. because you can't go anywhere. Your options are limited. Schools that were closed and now we're in this weird in-between hybrid thing that <laughs> it doesn't feel like school. Um, right. And as far as my experience, I, I am uh, in my twenties and I recently graduated uh, college. I've graduated my undergrad and transitioning into the work world has been quite difficult. I think, I mean, mm -hmm. before Corona, I was en route to work in Asia and teach right. and then pandemic hit. And then I was forced to figure other things out. So I decided to enroll in a master's program and teach remotely. And that has been um, a very different experience, but it was enlightening as to, even though we're in this situation, we still can't let it stop us from keep moving forward and making money and doing what we have to do. And um, it's been an eye-opening experience. Actually, um, I was pretty negative about it in the beginning, honestly. Um, my aunt actually said something pretty moving to me, which was to stop focusing on what you can't do and the negatives of it and, you know, try to look at the positive side and focus on what you can do. And there have been, of course, millions of deaths and horrible things that have come out of Corona. But I think like you were saying with the kids, being able to appreciate the outdoors more and appreciate time with their friends more right. <laughs> when they're stuck right. in the house. Yeah. I think that that's something that is new and it's something that wouldn't have been accomplished without this weird, new, strange normal that we're forced to experience at this moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Before I ask you, how do you keep your balance? I want to tell Gate off of the, what, what I said about the kids. I had to go up and speak to them because um, I think that this was their way of coping. Um, and that, and for once, it was good for a lockdown because it took the lockdown for them to realize I haven't seen George in five weeks. I haven't seen Mary in two. Oh, Mary, they were engaged like like when I was like eight. They were that kind of engaged. Mm -hmm. That's the last time I seen kids like play 15 mm -hmm. kids all in one pack. All right, we're gonna play football. We're gonna make mud pies. Like that's unheard of. So <laughs> I saw them riding their bikes. Uh, what was playing soccer? And they were engaged, not just uh, you know how the the fake uh, you know uh, you know. Uh, they were engaged, talking, sitting down, having conversation. I was like, this is brilliant. And I went over to them and I said, you know what? I commend you guys. I said, for what? I said, because you guys are awesome. You guys rock. And I'll tell you why. You are sitting down and talking to each other. Do you know how hard mm -hmm. that is to get young people to sit down and talk? And it's not a shady mm -hmm. thing. And they were like, I know, but we're we're really into talking to each other. <laughs> you know, they went into right. but that's that's the one beautiful thing that I have seen. That and families um sticking together, which we'll talk mm -hmm. about. But but first I wanted to ask, um, how do we keep how do we individually keep our balance? Because in the end, we'll tell the solutions and what we think helped and how we think, you know, we can help others. But for ourselves, for now, how did you keep your balance during all this? Oh, me? Anybody. Oh, anybody. <laughs> and I can start. I can tell you for me, I started doing uh, the yoga stretch. Um, mm -hmm. I took 
uh, longer walks. I started incorporating my walks back to five miles and then the bike riding five miles. That really helped a lot um, because the, you, need to, you need the fresh air in your lungs, especially when you have the mask on eight hours for the day. I mean, luckily I don't have it on right now, but for people who have to go to work all day long, when are you getting oxygen to your brain? You know, so I, I like the outdoors have saved me, literally. And yeah, right. I, um, of course, I love to walk. So I've been walking a lot more than I used to. Um, and it's so nice to see the families together and fathers and daughters riding bikes together. And like, I think that my walking was something that I did before, but I did it more since I couldn't, I didn't want to be around too many people. So I would walk by myself. Right. And then I would see things and I was like, wow, this is, this is a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, not a good thing, but it, something good came out of it. Exactly. Families exactly. bonding closer, uh, eating dinner together, you know, all that stuff is very important, you know. So, and then me and my son, and my son started jogging. Oh, and nice. him and I started walking together, which we never really did, you know. Nice. Yeah. Oh. We started playing backgammon together, you know, we mother and, and, and son stuff, you know what I mean? Which I really, really, really enjoy. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what about you, Betty? What have you, uh, how have you kept your balance? Well, Especially actually, you're a giver. You're, you're giving out to the community and your social work is zero. Like that's, a, yes. that's like an EMT to me or a doctor. Mm -hmm. Give so much, and then how do you come home and find it for you? Well, you know, it's so gratifying, and I just say again, uh, the fact that you know I work with so many people, um, and now I, I'm working in a new position in the inpatients on the inpatient psychiatric unit. Oh, so, uh, so I see a, there's a there's a spike in suicidal yes. cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So God, it's yes. so prevalent, and and I'm just so applauded by the fact that there are so many young people mm -hmm. who are who don't want to be in, who don't want to live anymore. I so, know. Yeah, I mean, I think that this pandemic has triggered is a trigger for mm -hmm. so many people who have already been devastated mm -hmm. by economic issues, um, financial issues. Uh, so this has been a trigger. Um, so with that said, you know, self-care for me is so important. Mm -hmm. Self-care for all of us is so important. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the ways that I work towards taking care of myself mm -hmm. is, you know, to try to eat healthy. Yes. Um, eating healthy is so important because, you know, so many people have gained weight during yeah. this pandemic. Yeah. At least that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> so eating healthy, becoming more conscious of your health, mm -hmm. becoming conscious of, you know, the importance of, of exercising, mm -hmm. you know, and again, I have to connect that with this pandemic. Many mm -hmm. people are hospitalized or have been hospitalized because of the underlying medical problems, mm -hmm. which is, you know, you know, other underlying medical problems. Right. So eating healthy, exercising, and just trying to um, take care of your health, your immune system is so mm -hmm. important now. Yeah, um, yeah. So again, exercising is what I do. I try to eat as healthy as possible. Mm -hmm. um, walking is always really helpful. And keeping yeah. a positive attitude. Yeah. I mean, that is so important for us. We have to always maintain a positive attitude because mm -hmm. it can help us through a crisis. Yes. Yes. I love that positive attitude. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you so much. And uh, Sasha, you, you weren't ready, right? Yeah. Uh, have you have you all checked in uh, with friends, or do you have a certain person that you know you needed to check on when the pandemic was at its worst? Have you checked in? I had like for instance, I had um, I have some Facebook senior friends, uh, and so during the pandemic, they thought I was crazy. Well, actually, one I went to their house 
And I said, I know you're not going to open the door to the pandemic, but I wanted to let you know that I was thinking of you. I was yelling at the window and the dog's like, oh, oh, oh. and I was like, it's just me. They were like, oh, I was like, it's me. And and so it was actually hysterical, but but she didn't, she was scared because I think she thought some crazy person was at her window. I was like, it's me, the lady who walks her all dog all the time. And, and help you with your dog, it's me. And she was like, oh. and I was like, oh my God. So she finally figured out, oh, thank you for checking on me. And I found out she does have a daughter, but I thought she had nobody. So I went to check on her. Wow, that was nice. Yeah, and when Very I didn't hear from her, I was really worried. I went to the landlord and was like, you go check on that apartment. And they were like, relax, we checked on her. I was like, okay, I'm just checking. Yes. So, you know. Wow. I hope somebody checks on me when I'm a senior by myself. That's all. Absolutely. Yeah, so. I actually have a friend. Um, she's actually lives in the UK, and her mom recently, well, not recently, more like last year, um, passed away. Mm-hmm. And so I do make it a a practice to check in on her, especially since the pandemic, because I think that she tries to be extra positive and extra bubbly, mm-hmm. and um, I don't always, you know, sometimes you try to put on a happy face type of and so she is that type of person so i Mm -hmm. i think it's important to check in on your happy friends (laughs) on your friends who (laughs) who seem happy and who are the ones checking on you check in on those friends and and so i find myself checking in on those friends as well as the other ones but especially the ones who will say i'm fine i'm good how are you and switch the subject like no how are you (laughs) so um that's been that's been a good excuse, right? Because yeah. I think Corona has been a good excuse to say, hi, how are you? And like, oh, why are you calling? Because Corona. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how you're doing. Yeah. So that's another positive uh, part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I checked on my sister. My sister lives in Schenectady. She has MS. Right. And initially she was very, very afraid to go outside. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell her, I said, put your mask on. If you want to take a little walk, don't go too far. Because she's really, really in a pretty bad spot right now in her life. Mm-hmm. And um, she would, you know, I think she needed to know that I cared and I was there for her. If you call me, I'm here. You know? mm-hmm. And then a, another friend of mine from church, she's an older woman. I really love her a lot. And I just been spending a lot of time with her and just reassuring her that it's okay. You know, she ended up retiring from work because... She was so afraid to go back to work. Oh. So I've been going over and helping clean her house, like clean closets, just spending time with her, just a constructive time together. So it's been like, you know, I think giving up myself helps me to not worry so much about the whole situation. Just giving to somebody else the positive energy that I know I have within myself helps me to feel positive. Right. So exactly. that's true. Very true. Mm-hmm. What have you learned um, individually about um, from your check-ins with people? What have you learned about yourself? Or there's something like like I I learned that I I like check-ins. I think uh, we need to do more Zoom with friends, more party. App um, Tasha um, party. What is it called? House party. House, House party. party. Like everybody needs to sign up for that. And like Friday night tea. What you doing? Get on a house party. Okay, Betty. What are you doing? And we're all in a big game. Uh, Scrabble. I'm making that up. Yes. Yeah. Because that it really, like I do stand up comedy. It really saved my mental life. I'll just say. Yeah. Because talk to you guys and have fun. And my mic didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. I wanted all the comics to sign up. It ended up being a viewer special. And and it turned out to work in my favor actually because I started it before the pandemic. I don't know if you know that. I started right before the pandemic, so I was a little bit ahead of the game. But it really helped me because I love interviewing people and I love talking and joking. So I felt like I was okay. I'm okay. I can do this still. I'm okay. You yeah. know, your comedy shows are very up funny as ever. I swear. Oh, they thank you. Aren't they funny? They're so funny. I love them. I love. Thank them. you. I love international. Yes. That, was fun. that was fun. Fun show. Yes. And yes. <laughs> and yes, and actually, you have also been an inspiration, Tanya. You know. You know um, I remember when you you first started, well, probably not when you first started, but mm-hmm. I know it's been several months that I've been part of, you know, your mm-hmm. show. And, um, and it has been so empowering yeah. as well as uh, just an inspiration. 
Oh, so, thank, thank you. I thank you for taking on that initiative. That was, it came at a perfect time. It really did. Yes. yes. It, it helped me. In all honesty, it helped me. And then, and like, T, you know, I can't, I can't come over and see you or Sasha or you. So it's great that I'm like, I'm looking at her. I'm good. <laughs> yes. I think I'm good. I can make it. Yeah. yeah. So I like, I love this Zoom. I don't care what anybody says. All the comics are saying, oh, well, I want to be back on stage. I'm not, some, some comics are refusing to do Zoom shows because they're, they think it's like above them. And I said, well, you better get used to it, boo-boo. I mean, I think the great thing about Zoom is you can reach more people. Uh, I recently, my si my sister actually was doing some performances on the New York and Cafe. And so they have like an open mic on Thursday nights and there was people from all over that joined. They people joined from uh, Condors. People, the host herself was in a different country every week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it, it was pretty interesting. How I think it's a little backwards for that person to say that because you can reach such a wider audience if yeah, you just yeah. enter the digital space and you can touch so many more people yes. with your words and you never know who needs a laugh that day you never know who needs words of encouragement and if you can be that person I think that's really powerful Absolutely. that's that's one of the reason why Foster Kids Unite put out because I'm a comedian not just because I'm the founder but because I happen to be a comedian is probably why we go to our comedy. But we were like, you know what? We, we know we're not gonna re reach a pot of gold on this comedy show. We, we wasn't expecting that. But right. we want a community who always helps us with their five and $10 adds up to something. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. Gift back for something. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's beautiful. And yeah. so we're like, how can we do this? So, okay, we'll do it. So we ended up sending the link. We're gonna send the link for free. Even if somebody didn't pay, we don't care. We wanted, we wanted the community to laugh because I think laughter Laughter and talking are the two things that help your mental ability, no matter what yes, you're doing. Yes, yeah. I agree totally. Yeah, yeah. Laughter totally. Is the best medicine. Laughter is the best medicine. It is. It absolutely yeah. is. And that show, um, Sasha, today, um, the show I did today, um, the one that came out comments was from Dubai, mm -hmm. places in the world. Uh, the other one was from Ireland. We had a guy from Poland last time. Somebody from Africa did us um, from Zimbabwe. I think it was from Zimbabwe. He was a comedian that did part of the show. So we had literally international. Yes. Literally. You know, That's so mm -hmm. yeah, Zoom is br brilliant for that reason. You can, How are you going to argue with, I can talk to somebody in friggin' China right now or mm -hmm. wherever. It's mm -hmm. still cool if I want to. Nothing right. stops us. Nothing but a, a, a laptop, right? Yeah. It's amazing. I, I, yeah. I think I learned. <laughs> Uh, that I'm loving this uh, this Zoom stuff. I'm getting a little too used to it, actually. <laughs> Sit down comedy instead of stand up. <laughs> and you know, you know, I don't think any of us really knew that this would be as long as it has been. Yeah. And it's allowing us to become creative. Mm, I, yeah. I was speaking to someone today, and I'm um, a friend of mine, and she was like motivated to have a support group, you know, for yeah. some of, you know, ladies who may need support because we are all at different places. Nobody knows each other's story. Nope. And, um, and when it hits you, it, you know, it brings on a sense of shame and just mm -hmm. uncertainty. Yes. Um, and, uh, and you need to be able to talk about it. Like you said, Tanya, I mean, it's yeah. just so important more now than ever. Yes. yes. We're talking about, you know, this year coming to grips, like in the year 2022, mm -hmm. that's pretty far away from now. And, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. and financially people are like at the, lowest oh. in their life. They don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, the financial part is, I forgot, girls, I totally forgot about that part. That's a whole nother mess. The people unemployed um, who are yeah. getting, they think that those checks are like making people rich. I'm like, uh, no, maybe they can probably stay afloat if they're lucky. Uh, mm -hmm. If they're smart, they paid off their most uh, you know, valuable bills if they're smart. Um, but you're not going to win. You're not going to get ahead. Like you're not buying diamonds and, you know, canary diamonds or nothing. It's not going to happen, you know? So I don't know why they fight over that little bit of money and they said, they don't want to go back to work. Well, why would you want to go back to work if you're, if you're in a high risk group? Right. Since you, if you're living at home with your grandma, your abuela, 
and you know she's really sick already and got emphysema, why would you want to go back to work? Mm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It, it doesn't make sense to me that they're penalizing. They're trying to penalize people. But you're right, Betty. There's um, I didn't. The financial pieces. That's a whole other piece. You know, and blessed um, that you're working during this pandemic because you have a talent. Um, you know, you guys know Terry and, and Sasha, they're teachers. Uh, so you're blessed to be able to um, now do that online. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't take it for granted. I mean, yeah. it's it is a blessing to be able to work remotely because a lot of people don't have that privilege and they can't no. and they have to leave their houses mm-hmm. every day and make a living and come in contact with people that blatantly won't wear the mask. I don't want to get political, but you know they <laughs> they refuse. <laughs> well, not the mask, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's uh, it happens. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But going forward, what was the hardest part? Do you remember what the hardest part for you uh, of the lockdown? Like what part made you say, oh my God, like the first thing you think of, because I can think of what what made me say, what? We nothing, <laughs> you mean nothing? Only thing I go, Wait, how am I going to get some food up in here? And then they were like, well, you got to get a line in the store. A line? <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, we've been spoiled. We've been spoiled rotten in Westchester County. I'll tell you right now. Yes, we have been. We are spo- when I saw that line in the Bronx, I was like, oh. Then I saw it the next day, uh, like a week later, in like the Chico's and the other stores that we like to go to. I was mm-hmm. like, we got lines? The world coming to an end. I was like, oh my God. You know, so I'm laughing about it, but you know what I mean? That that that's what it was for me. I, that's that's what made it real for me. How about that? Made it real. And yourself? Well, made it real for you when you heard about this uh, pandemic, you know, after the lockdown, what was it that said, you really can't go anywhere? No, <laughs> don't go anywhere. Well, you know, like the reaction from people was very startling for me. You know, Like, for instance, when, you, when you're out in public and you can see like how people were dealing with anxiety around this, mm-hmm. they didn't want to stand near you or, you know, if you're walking down the street, they would like move far away from you. So just watching the reactions of people, yeah. I mean, that was extremely. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it goes against with the natural course of hum- humanity, honestly. It's really, yes. I think it's abnormal for people not to touch, for people not to communicate, yeah. for people not to speak to each other. It's ab- It's not normal. And that's why it feels so bad because it's not, mm-hmm. we're not supposed to be used to this. But mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we, have to, but I think that you know, if I, I have to hold my coughs and sneezes, oh my god, <laughs> god forbid I cough or sneeze and know everything sees part that is so true. People act like you have you have COVID in it, just if you, you know. That's what somebody did. I was at a restaurant with my friend. And her, boyfriend, her boyfriend coughed up a lung. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, and he was like, you know that that phlegmy one? He's yeah, like, yeah. Allergies. I was like, boo-boo. I got allergies. Baby with my uh organ. Uh, you know, oh, God. It was crazy. I was like, uh, but I didn't get sick. So I was like, I did, I was a little sniffly, but I was like, oh my God, maybe I just got traces of COVID. You, you become paranoid. Yes. Like I, my daughter moved, um, during the pandemic. Right. And, um, I was like, I had my mask on. She was like, mom, can you take your mask? I said, no, honey, I can't. I can't take them off. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I love you and everything, right. but I'm helping you move, but I can't take this mask off. Right, she works in a nursing home because she works. Oh, in a right, home. that's right. I oh, forgot about right. that. Right. Like, right. bad, but I just really don't want. And, and she lost like twenty six patients. Oh yeah, then yeah, yeah you know. Right. I'm like, I mean, she tests. She tested um, negative all the time. You know, the whole time that she was tested. But I was nervous. I was like, I love you. I want to hug you, but like, no. not right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a, um, it's not something you can play with, and th- and that's the part about it. It's like Russian roulette. 
So you can say, well, yeah. I'm going to go mm -hmm. to my friend Jane's house and we're going to sit down and have cheese and crackers. Mm -hmm. or we're going to go to, or me and so-and-so go so And you can be like, no, I'm going to take the mask off. And that's fine. But mm -hmm. then that one time. Right. Mm -hmm. That one time, and I wrote a play mm -hmm. about it. Actually. I wrote a, I wrote a one one act play about uh, a couple uh, that got COVID, and uh, it was uh, some. It was when it first happened, but yeah. it's such. A, I'm trying to get it to somebody because it's so prevalent, and it's really like how how we experience. Like it, that one time, that's it. Yeah. You, don't mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you don't get a do over. You don't get. You yeah. know. So even now, yeah. Trump has it, and I'm like, well, I'll believe it when he's in ICU. Mm. Uh, that's what I believe. I'm sorry. There are different like extents to it. Like some people don't get so you know drastic as other people. Yeah, but when you've been walking around with a, out a mask like he has, and everybody else got it, and you're walking around like he 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 he, I'm just got a little fever. Uh, I start to think you're the typhoid Mary. Remember Mary? <laughs> 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 walking around like hello everybody, hello. And they drop like flies, right, <laughs> right, like flies. And like hello, and they're like, oh, Mary's the one passing the virus around. And so I just kind of feel like he's like he's like the virus itself mm -hmm. passing around. Because look, Kane died, right? That guy McCain, not McCain, right. Kane, um, the black guy that went to the rally. Um, he died. Yes, remember that guy that went to the rally? He died, and, and and only like a week or two after Trump, after being with him. So, and then his brother died, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm sure you went to see him in ICU." Right. Yeah, <laughs> I that I'm just saying, I could be wrong, but I'm just saying, some people are just they're like little germ magnets. They just go around giving it to everybody else, and they're fine. They just sniffle. Right. I, I had a hard time with um, friends that felt that I was being over, over protected. Like, oh, see, calm down. It's not so bad. You know, we don't even know if this is real or not. I'm like, well, a lot of people right. died. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, I'm just, it's real. It's just a matter of, you know, like, it made me feel bad. You know what I mean? And, I, and then it made me feel like they were like, and then, of course, they bring the Lord into it. And they're like, well, you can't. Oh, you know, God has, you know, a plan. I'm like, and then I started questioning my faith in God. Exactly. You know what I mean? Am I not having faith in God because I'm a little paranoid right now? And I thought about it. And somebody no. A friend of mine told me you shouldn't feel that way. It, it, it has nothing to do with your faith in God. It has to be a fear, and yeah. it was fear. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think everybody has that fear right now. Yeah, but like, yeah, this is no big deal. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. uh, it's a part of the. It's a part because you know why? Well, now today I was watching something. I was I like to rewatch the news. I don't watch TV, but. I, I like to watch what was around uh, the first three minutes of what it was around the world. I was watching one report that in China, um, they have, I'll say, some cases of bubonic plague. Mm. I was like, wait, we ain't even got a corona. Can y'all let's get me, let me get this first? And then we can do the, because that's the rest bubonic plagues. That's the right. So now I'm like, great. So they're all, that's their new thing. So I'm like, oh uh, I don't need any more. I can't handle any more catastrophes. Yeah. Like I can't because because you're right. You become paranoid to the point where people think, you know, I don't think I don't think it's fair, first of all, for someone right. to tell me or you, yeah. oh, you're too paranoid. Because guess what? When you're up there in ICU, ain't they mm -hmm. going to be there? Exactly. You're not going to say, well, you're going to let me in. I'm going to help her out because I was the one to give it to her. You're not going to do that. No, you're not. So you can't tell me or you. I can't tell Betty. I can't tell Sasha. Oh, you, you're too paranoid. It, it, whatever level of comfort you're at, that's where you're at. Period. Exactly. And you don't owe anybody an explanation. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's, it's a fact. Mm -hmm. So, um, so okay, guys. So, what's the what what has been the best part um, of um, of if there's such thing the best part of this whole COVID um, thing going on? You know, what I'm saying relationships. Uh, you know, renewing relationships. I think the best part is just being able to reconnect with people on a different level. Like you, you're not constantly going, 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 going in the same way that you were before. I mean, things have kind of in their own way slowed down a little bit, especially with the closing and the reopening. Like things are still fairly paced out and it gives you that where a person may not have had that extra five, 10 to 20 minutes to talk to someone or call a friend. Now they do. Mm -hmm. And obviously if you do what you choose with your time, but I think most people are using that time because they, they feel 
that abnormal lack of communication, they're more willing to just, I'm going to call my friend, or I'm going to FaceTime my friend, or I'm going to Zoom this person, or I'm going to join a family Zoom meeting and catch up because I need this. And so I think more people feel that way. And that's been so positive and I think really overdue, long overdue, because I think we were getting to a place where we were becoming really disconnected and so fascinated by the phones and internet yep. and access to the yep. things and, you know, nonsense and, mm-hmm. and just not talking to each other and not, you know, checking in. And I think now has really forced people to take a step back and look within themselves and, and say, why, why am I feeling this way. And if I'm feeling this way, how is my friend feeling? How is my family member feeling? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, yes, that is so very true. And it Mm -hmm. helped us, uh, you know, realize how vulnerable we are, Mm -hmm. you know, within the world that we live in, um, how it can just take us down, you know, and and no time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have been able to uh, not only value, you know, life, mm-hmm. but to see that, um, you know, your friends and your family, the importance of having a connection, you know, with others, as well as thanking your higher power for what you do have, whether it right. is a job, whether it is health, whatever it is, right. there's something that we should thankful for. Right. Uh, so yeah, so it's a reality test for me. I mean, I I, I just, it, it's something that we, not, we didn't even expect this. And it's yeah. something that has happened. Um, it shows that we are resilient. You know, it gives you an opportunity to see what your strengths are. Right. So yeah, but I'm pretty amazed of how we've been able to cope with it. Because yes. this has been pretty devastating for many people. Yes. 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 I want to say, I see uh, Emma. Hi, Emma. Hi, Grandma. I see you out there. Uh, and Laura. Uh, Emma said that she became more computer savvy. How about that? So mm-hmm. many people. Look at that. We got 90 year olds like, okay, show me how to build a WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, my last question before we go into solutions to maybe give your advice what, what helped you that maybe can help someone else. Uh, what are the challenges your generation faces with COVID in our lives now? For me, um, I'm trying to think. Dating is a challenge for me. Uh, that's just my personal challenge because it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Just when I was like, okay, I'll try this. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll try it and then what? You know, I'm going to meet somebody online and take a chance on the COVID. No, <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to be join the nuns. Hi, <laughs> Ron. Uh, yep. So what do you think, guys? What are the challenges you think each of our generations could be facing with this uh, COVID in our lives now? Because it seems like it ain't going away. So, Because well, even when they get the vaccine, I know somebody like me, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking the vaccine. No. Um, my- <laughs> Did somebody really try to call me? Uh, somebody call me. Call me sorry, sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, okay. For um, me, I, I do have to go to work every day. Oh, yes, yes. And I mean, my, my student is remote, but I have to be in the, the building every day. Okay. And I find myself like, if the halls are crowded, although it's hybrid for some kids, you know, uh-huh. um, but the halls are crowded, I find myself backing up into a room, uh-huh. it clears out, and then I go to where I need to go. Whereas I never did that before, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, you know, every day it's like, do I have a headache because I have a headache? Do I have a headache because I'm getting sick? Right, I know. It's like I'm always on edge, you know? And it's not a good feeling, you know? And I mean, just not knowing, just, I think it's just a fear of the unknown. That's that's the biggest thing I think for my generation. People have, people have retired early. Yes. Because oh, yes. of COVID, we, we lost a lot of teachers, you know, <laughs> like staff in the school, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, and they're younger than me. So you know, I feel, <laughs> I feel like, right. oh my God, you know, right. but I just, I just pray and just pray to the Lord and say, you know, watch over me. That's all I can do. That's what I was going to say. What is, what is something that is praying faith is a good one. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sasha, Sasha, Betty, what do you think? What are the challenges your generation may face? 
uh, with COVID in your lives? And what is the solution? I mean, I'm in, I'm kind of in the in-between. So I am in my master's program, which is technically an in-person program, but they are allowing me to pursue the first semester at least online uh, in hopes that I'll be able to go to attend the second semester in January. And I don't know if that's going to be a reality. And so that's something that I think other students are going through college students or, you know, and it's, I think it's stressful because some people go to school to just go take the classes and some people go to school for the experience and to be able to build those connections and relationships. And that's something that I'm finding difficult because I'm not on campus and I'm not able to see my professors face to face. And, you know, they there are some classes that are in person and I'm not a part of that. And that definitely, you definitely start to feel a little bit of a divide when you come back on Zoom and they've met in person and they have now more of a bond and you are still this person that they see on the screen. Right. Um, and then with regards to the work environment as well, I mean, I work remotely, so it's, I'm not getting that, I'm not able to go into a building every day. I'm not getting that in that that workplace environment i'm not seeing my colleagues every day it's just like i see my students and then and then that's it i'm not able to converse with adults or anything i'm yeah. conversing with children uh monday through fridays sometimes on the weekends and that's you know i do miss being in that work environment with adults and being able to converse with yeah. just more people so i think that's the most difficult thing for um people in my situation or my generation, I think that we are just feeling um, a bit isolated in the ability to expand and grow and gain more life experience. It's kind of like you feel like you're at the standstill and unless you're able to like find creative ways around it, you're just here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, and and uh, Sasha, that 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 is so true. What you said, um, I think for me, uh, having the ability to work with um, you know uh, individuals who are having uh, a difficult time, whether it's through the use of using drugs or you know alcohol, uh, just having the ability to provide support during this time is so great. Yes. Because as you know, alcohol addiction and drug addiction is has spiked tremendously. Yep. Lost uh, two less. Yep. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. So alcohol use has uh, you know, what is it, the liquor stores? Well, online. Mm -hmm. Alcohol brought online has increased by two hundred and forty percent since the pandemic. Wow. 240% the sale of liquor. Yeah, so that shows you that people are really having a difficult time, mm -hmm. you know, trying to cope with this. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, with that said, that is one of my ways of giving back to the community is by being uh, su supportive and being able to be there yeah. during this pandemic. Right. We appreciate you guys for that. We appreciate you so much for, for the mm -hmm. sacrifice you make. Uh, people don't know these details of, you know, what social workers work, social workers do, but I do, and I appreciate you because mm -hmm. um, those all those people we just mentioned will need that, and if they don't have that support, that's when you get the suicide, yes. homicide, yes. exactly, the, mm -hmm. all the above, you know. Um, so I because I know um, uh, someone uh, lost their son and the wife uh they od'd um and in front of the baby the one-year-old baby yeah just just about uh, two yeah. yeah so uh mm -hmm. that's just uh, that's right here in good old westchester and you mm -hmm. know no matter how much money you know uh mm -hmm. so uh it's all how we're processing stuff uh, we have to learn to process and that's why i love this zoom you know what i'm saying yeah. i don't know what's going yeah. on i don't they looking at us, the big brothers looking at us. Some people get scared of that and say, Oh my god, I don't want to be on Zoom. I don't want to run my business. I'm like, listen, you don't got no business if you get to put on a lockdown. Exactly. You got no business. There is no business. And we learned that. So yes. what else? Um, and Terry, you anything anything um you want to add to that? 
No, I'm good. I said I already said something. I appreciate what both of you guys said too, because like you said we're all different generations. And we all have different feelings. Yes. And yes. I appreciate hearing how you guys. Yes, I do too. I, I really appreciate you guys. Um, do you have one more piece of advice for for our audience that's listening on um, anything, anything that you think helped you that help them? First, Betty, you would you like to say something? Uh, let's see. I would say, you know, if someone, if you see someone that may be somewhat uh, isolated, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. reach out. Reach yeah. out to someone, you know, reach out to, you know, reach out to someone that um, may look sad because you don't know their story. Thank you. Thank you. That is so yeah. prevalent. I, I, mm -hmm. I can't tell you, I had someone, one of our audience members, and she said she never won a prize before. And people are like, oh, why are you going to spend your money on a book? And I was like, sometimes you got to do that for people. I can yeah. look at people, mm -hmm. and luckily I have a third eye. So I can tell when people are mm -hmm. really like I can, that I don't never tell you. I know what's going on, and I kind of sense like oh, so I don't know if she has everybody around because of the pandemic. And I was right, you know. She said I can't really see my kids because you know grandkids and the COVID and go to school and that. So it was really nice to see a show and laugh and just oh enjoy myself. And then I got a free book. I was just so happy. So that's the kind of thing that I think we all need to do. Check in with somebody, the least likely suspect. Right, exactly. exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're happy, friend. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I appreciate uh, her, and she has no idea she's touched my life. I've never even met the woman, mm -hmm. never met her. But uh, but I, she's the best seventy something I've ever met, uh, and uh, and I almost feel like she's like a mother, you know? It's yeah. like call her and like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm like okay, I'm just checking on you. Right, like, right. So just if you can think of if my my last my piece of advice, if we can think of somebody in our lives um, that uh, that we know are, are home by themselves, they don't have a lot of friends, they don't interact with people. Maybe you want to do the extra. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Acknowledge mm -hmm. that they're there. Right. When people feel acknowledged. Believe it or not, that little system in their brain. Mm -hmm. says, hmm. Somebody's somebody pay attention. Yes. Exactly. That's you know, right. That's all we all need. A little bit of attention. That's all we all want. Right. Yeah. All want to belong to a tribe. So put yes. somebody in your tribe if you can. Anybody, Sasha, any last word? Um, in closing, I definitely want to say that I agreed earlier with Terry, and I think it's important that you brought that up as far as like respecting someone's process and their fears mm -hmm. and what they're going through. And I think a lot of people have tried to superimpose their own ideas onto others about, oh, it's okay. Just like, what are you doing? We're friends, we're family. And it's like, no, you have your immediate circle and I have my immediate circle that's in my household. And I know that I have to see my grandmother and not my son and my kids and my, and so I think respecting that is important. And I like that you brought that up because I think a lot of people feel like, oh, that's my friend. That's my sister. That's my brother. That's my son. That's my mother. No, they're still their own separate entity that can get sick and they can, they can be negatively impacted. Even if you are completely healthy, you know, you don't, just yeah. take care of yourself and in taking care of yourself, you're going to help the people around you. Right. So right. um, mm -hmm. I appreciate that you brought that up. And mm -hmm. I also appreciate that, um, that you brought up uh, Betty about suicide. Cause I think that is something mm -hmm. that's been highly mm -hmm. going up, honestly, ever since the pandemic began, cause there are people yes. that are, mm -hmm. that were depressed before the pandemic. And then right. now going from having just a little bit of interaction at school or work mm -hmm. to having no interaction at all. That's yeah. for some people is a huge deal. Yes. And I think checking in on those people in the way mm -hmm. that they feel comfortable, call them if they are a come to my house person, knock on their door, keep your distance. You never know whose who's life you can touch because I think, um, I remember mm -hmm. Tanya told me a story a while back about, I, it was a man that you met somewhere mm -hmm. and he was, that was going to be the day he was going to, yep. um, right. unfortunately. When I was in the bar when I was younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy. So, just a quick hash. I know we got to go, uh, but just a quick hash. Yeah, uh, he. Um, 
I was down this one particular day because I got attacked and my hand was bad. I was in the hospital. I lost my job. Long story short, I was down that day. And I usually go in the bar. I'm not a big drinker, just to let everybody know. I usually have a glass of water, lemon, but whatever. And so he was sitting there. He's there every night. And I know the owner of the bar. It was a long time ago in the city. Scrap Bar was in the bar, actually. And uh, and so he's sitting there and uh, and uh, he's like, what's wrong with you? You're not your, he usually just says hi. That's it for three years. He's hi. I know. Hi. How are you doing? Good, good. That's it. And right. so he goes, well, look at you. Why aren't you your chipper self? And I was like, because I'm just not in the mood. And he was like, oh, oh, we're getting indignant. He started teasing me because he was like, that's not you. And he said to me, he said, what is wrong with you? Because you, every day I've come to this bar for three years, almost every night, and I've never seen you not smile or happy. He said, what is going on? And I was like, you don't really have time. No, you do care. So then I explained to him. He says, well, let me just brighten your day for you. He said, you remember the first time you met me? And I said, yeah, you were sitting on this bar and getting slushed. He said, yeah, I had a bag of heroin in my pocket. And I was about to go to use it and kill myself because I was going to lose my kids. Would you talk me into the fact that there's a possibility that I might still be able to see my kids? And because you gave me that little piece of hope, I, I took that and flushed it down the toilet and did not kill myself that night. Wow, that's beautiful. It is beautiful. That's, Sasha, that's the, that's the lesson I learned. And people say, oh, why are you so chippy? Because somebody might need a chippy. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. exactly. Chippy. I don't know who it is. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't want to walk around all day like, hey, but I feel that mm -hmm. way. When I feel good, I mm -hmm. want you to feel it back. And because right. I don't know, you could have had a very hard day at work, Betty, and said, I don't want to ever be the associate worker again. Or T, That's you could have right. said, I'm not going to be a teacher again because that kid just mm -hmm. cursed me out. You, mm -hmm. you too, gosh. Someone may, you know, reprimand you or something. And and that may be the day you say, eh. But then you run across Mary who says, hey, Sash, what's up? Mm -hmm. And you're like, gosh, you're so happy. I just have to be happy. Right, right. So, yes. my, thought is, my final thought is that we just all need to embrace each other. Mm -hmm. and, pay, and and pay attention. Yes. We have to pay attention. You know what I mean? Because like we always say, there might be somebody that's going through something that is acting happy. Yes. But if you pay attention to somebody's vibe, their vibe, mm -hmm. you could tell when something's wrong. You know what I mean? Yes. We need to pay attention to each other and just embrace each other and love each other. You know? Especially now. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yes. I, my Thank you so much, ladies. We've overstayed our time. But I want to tell you, um, each of you, thank you so much for taking the time because uh, I feel like we teach people how to teach people. Yes, and right. you can always get your pros and your professionals and have it all fancy, snancy, but you know right. I'm about the non-frills. Mm -hmm. Thank non you for creating this space. Yeah, I'm trying to create a space where people mm -hmm. help people. Because sometimes yeah, you don't absolutely. have money for a therapist. You don't have money for a Absolutely. Exactly. What are you going to do? And, so, so and that's if, what I wanted to okay. also include, and I'll end with this, is mm -hmm. be a listener. People mm -hmm. need someone to talk mm -hmm. to. Yes. And that can be so difficult for many people to just be able to sit and listen. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's a good Absolutely. one. Absolutely. That's a good and one. I, and I work on that myself. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for that. Um, you guys, uh, until next time, I will tell you viewers, you've been listening to On the Town with Tanya. Uh, we are here with Terry, Sasha, and the lovely Betty. You guys uh, have been a blessing to us and our community. I thank you all for the work you do. All of you are what I call uh, caregivers, uh, you know, social work teaching and all that is, is uh, it's much needed. So I thank you and our community thanks you. And until next time, um, we'll see you on the town. Okay. okay, and thanks for having me. Bye. 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 Bye.